Hey everybody, it's Tuesday, March 13th, 2012. You're listening to episode 31 of the Non Sequitur Podcast. We again have five people with us today, but instead of going to my left, we're going to my right. Amy. Melissa. Kyle. Kelly. And I'm Luke. Kelly, you all right tonight? You, you don't have the energy you normally have. What's going on? I'm tired. Why are you tired? Reasons. All right. <laughs> Secrets, apparently, in Kelly's life. I don't know what that's about. Mass Effect? Can we just call it Mass Effect? No. That way it's less creepy? Okay. I haven't played Mass Effect in a few days. So. All right. I don't want to hear what's taking you so long to go to bed. Um, all right, so uh, we've got an amazing collection of cards tonight. I am extra excited for the yellow ones in particular. They're good science stuff, so feel free to draw on those if you want. But there's also some amazing blue cards, and there's one in particular that we definitely need to hit at some point. So if we if we end up getting like halfway through this and there's no blue cards drawn, you guys should pull more blue cards. All right. Uh, Amy, would you like to go first? No. Kelly? Okay. You're always I'm gonna, whining. I'm going to pick my blue card. From Courtney, that's not Jackie. That's all right. From Courtney from Auburn, who is a big fan of ours. She is. She yeah. writes in a lot of questions. <clears throat> if you were forced into a witness protection program, <laughs> where would you want to be permanently relocated to and why? I wonder if there's some story behind this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that a premise of a movie or a TV show? It's the premise of a lot of movies and TV shows. Yeah. Yeah. Was Eraser the, the terrible yes. Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. or something like that with the yeah. the rail guns? That's all I remember. <laughs> he from was that he movie. was a he he was like a relocation specialist. Okay, or, all right. or he he was the Eraser. The Eraser. He'd <laughs> when, give you once he got a hold of you, yeah, you're nobody you're could old. find you again. Yeah. So what did I have to do with rail guns? Why were rail guns being used? Because the woman he was protecting was because the rail guns were these like illegal weapons prototypes. And she was like she was the a designer. She, she knew about it, and she was trying to expose it. And the company oh, was trying to get her. And, got it. Yeah, that movie was terrible, except the rail guns. Except for the part where he shoots a friggin' alligator. That Did he bad. have any classic Wait, was lines? An alligator in the racer. Yeah, because yeah. oh. they were at the zoo. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> this is altogether weird. New Hampshire. <laughs> okay, Melissa's going to answer the question for real. You want to go to New Hampshire? <laughs> Why? Well, not really. But see. I mean, you can't stay in Washington because, like, the people that you know, and, and in all likelihood, the people that want to kill you are <laughs> in Washington. Can't go to Oregon because I knew too, know too many people in Oregon, and they don't place you near people that you know. Are you going to do this across the entire country? Can't go to Idaho no. because well, they all so, want to kill you there anyway. Can't hang, go on. To hang on. So my, my first choice would have actually been... Boston, but it can't be Boston because you know someone there too. I well, I know people who regularly visit Boston, certainly, so they might see me, and that would be problematic. And then I was like, "Ooh, Rhode Island, I could visit Emily." And then I was like, "Totally defeats yes. the purpose of witness protection." <clears throat> so I just picked another state that likely had lovely trees and that nobody seems to want to go to. So you just <laughs> that I know. I mean, other Sam people. New Hampshire. <laughs> you just you, from New Hampshire just. Yeah. Signed off. Like, this just, thing's terrible. <laughs> I'm done. Well, so, okay, no one I know goes to New Hampshire. Melissa just reminded me of something. So I forgot it was there. Is the goal actually. of this question to go somewhere that would be pleasant or go somewhere where you're least likely to die? I think where yes. I think it's, it's all implied in the Well, why. no, no, they're totally different because for me, the place that I would least like to go is Canada. And everybody would but know with, that I wouldn't. Witness protection wouldn't send you to Canada. Does it have to be in the United States? Yeah. Yes. Oh. She didn't specify that. I didn't realize that. You you should know that. Nobody ever gets located. Because they have to protect you in the place where they send you. Ah, you can't just get shipped to like an embassy in Nairobi? <laughs> no. All right. So Way Canada's out of the question. So then Oregon would be the safest place because everybody knows I hate it. So... Except that you know people there and they might see you. But not if you lived in like out of the way. And if you grew a mustache, no one I, would I, ever recognize I, I you. pretty good with a goatee. <laughs> that is a true statement, actually. 
Um, but no, I, okay. So if I had to choose somewhere I want, crap, uh, Eastern Wash? No. West, oh. no. I don't know. Oh, man. I, Short drive over the mountains to I, kill him. <laughs> I think I would be just risky and stay in Western Washington. Then you wouldn't be in witness protection. Why not? She didn't say that it had to be all like super serious. Well, because technically they choose where you go. Yeah. Well, okay, yes. We couldn't answer yeah. this question anyway, but I, I would rather just stay here and Okay, live in we got New city. Hampshire for Melissa and you are Western Washington. Oregon. <laughs> <laughs> where do you want to go, Amy? Either somewhere in New England or Maine. Are they Maine. Not, is okay. Maine, Maine not, not New England? New England? Yeah. I, I, I think, think it New is. England was a little bit more south of, and that Maine is technically north of New England. It's Maybe, possible. I don't know. Why the, why, why the, it's New England-y. I don't know. I've always been slightly fascinated with that area. <laughs> you and I could accidentally run into each other with, our, too. with our marshals What if What England. if Melissa was the one that was trying to kill Amy? I like that idea. <laughs> I have to be somewhere near So they ocean. relocated the <laughs> I have to be somewhere near an ocean. I can't be in Oregon because like, I know too many people. I can't be in California because I know too many people, which basically means the East Coast. So, and I California is like a really big place. It's, that's like true. what, the that's second, huge. third largest state? And I know people in Northern California and I know people in Southern California. So you go to Central, Central California, California. And nobody and you're still hundreds of miles nobody away. Do you know anyone Baltimore. in the Inland Empire? What, what is that? Most of the Inland is Empire. That a, is, that, is, that, is, that, is that like are. a designated region? Yes. yes. And where is it? Riverside County. Which and is San like Bernardino East County. LA? What, what are you talking about? of LA. Okay. But it's not the same as East, East LA. LA. Fair enough. That's a good point. <laughs> LA is large. Yes. What about you, Kyle? Oh, dude, Hawaii. I don't really? know why. Yeah, I don't know why no one has said that. That's my choice too, actually. Yeah, forever. Have you ever been there? Yeah, I used to live there. Oh, you can't. Yeah. You, you wouldn't be able to go there. I don't think hey, I. You know what? We're making me. up these. I had, I had like an eye patch back then. <laughs> we my... still couldn't be there. Wait, are there pictures of the eye patch? Yes, but Ooh. let's let's not speak of those. All right, <laughs> Kelly, why do you want to go to Hawaii? Because it's pretty and there are girls in bikinis everywhere. <laughs> yes. <laughs> It's oh. also hot and humid and tropical storms. It's and temperate, actually. $7.50 milk. Most of the year, it's about 70 degrees. That's not too bad. That is not true, is it? Yeah. What? That Hawaii is only like 70 degrees average? Yeah, I mean, it gets low. warmer than that. It gets warmer. Yeah. There's a rainy yeah. season, but yeah, it's pretty much it's Also, pretty occasionally much they have hailstorms, the like last week. Really? Giant hail. Yeah. It's very rare there, actually. I want to see hail in the ocean. That sounds amazing. Oh, yeah. Wonder, yeah, like, you've seen that video on YouTube where there's like the baseball-sized hail coming down and it's like smashing people's uh, cars and yeah, yeah, yeah. I've lived in places where that uh, comes. Oh, down. It, was, it was it was going in the swimming pool. That yeah, yeah. I have that picture on my like, PlayStation. Yeah, you have the picture. Uh, yes, I was <laughs> like, I made that video. That was me. Yes, yeah, so. newfangled moving pictures. I know they're the best. <laughs> it's got sound and all color. Right, so we are all really unimaginative with these answers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you want me to get imaginative? Um, <laughs> the moon. <laughs> yeah, can I go back to like? Uh, uh, sea of Tranquility. Can I, can I count that? Is that part of the witness protection plan? Can I go back to... Where are, there, are, where, are there U.S. Marshals? What colonies the... do we have left? Maybe. Ooh, Guam. <laughs> Guam. I could go to Guam. Uh, Midway. Live in a mud hut. <laughs> oh, my God. We're actually going to talk about... Yeah, that's racist. <laughs> they have real uh, buildings <laughs> We might be talking about Guam later, so... All right, Kyle. I was actually that, thinking of Papua New Guinea when be. I said that. My bad. Uh, okay, I'm going to do the yellow, All right. which is science. Speech jammer. Okay, so... Two guys in Japan, both Japanese dudes, both from different universities, uh, managed to make a speech jamming gun. What are you girls doing? I'm, I'm sign language. You're sign languaging what I'm saying? No, I, if I could sign language what you were saying, it would be much more. Okay, I was going to say, watch. I want to know what the sign for Japan is. <laughs> it was like pantomiming. No, no, no. So these guys managed to make a, a directional speech jamming gun. What it does, it has a directional microphone and rangefinder. It tells me how far away Kyle is. Right. And it collects all of the, you know, voice coming out of his mouth into this gun. It gives it 
a small delay in time and then shoots a projected narrow focus microphone back at your ears. To cancel and, the waves? No, no. To confuse his head. So the human brain... It's just an echo, dude. That's, that's, the human, that's, no, no. The human gun. brain can't process a repeated stutter delayed less than two-tenths of a second. So you, you literally, like, your brain, like, stops. Like, if you've ever seen someone, like, having, like, a stroke on TV or whatever... Having a stroke on TV? Oh, it just worked! <laughs> <laughs> okay, I believe well, you. I believe but, you. But, yeah. Actually, it was kind of weird. Um, but, no, yeah. So you, you, you shoot this gun at someone. It records what they're saying and shoots it back at them, and it, like, stops them speaking. Wow. And it's amazing. There's a video of it out there. I can, I can post it with this, this podcast. But... It doesn't cause any harm. It's not uncomfortable. There's no unpleasant like yeah, feeling. You're not nauseous. You're not dizzy. You're be not a great you uh, gun for talk. parties. You just can't stuff. speak. Well, yeah. Wouldn't that be like confusing, disconcerting, terrifying, etc.? Possibly. So one of the challenges this would be the greatest is, thing at like a, a political debate. <laughs> I was going to say just like those college lectures when the, the professor goes like five minutes over the time and you're like, oh, dude, yeah. just shush, shush, <laughs> save it for tomorrow. No, but uh, the are you condoning shooting include, no, they're in classes? It does it from oh. yourself. Yeah. That'd be amazing. And, and instead of those mosquito rings yeah, that, the, that the students think I can't hear, <laughs> except that I can, um, they're going to shoot those at me and then I won't be able to talk in class and that will be great. I, I think it's, it's, it's interesting. They, they did a bunch of research. I read the paper today, but the... Um, did you read the whole paper? Or I read just... the whole paper. Thankfully okay. it was in English. Uh, no, the... The thing that they learned was that if you're like reading something that's more cha- like if you're reading, reading or going off a script or or kind of having like a, a story that you're trying to retell, mm-hmm. you're way more stopped. You're hindered. You're, you're jammed way harder than if you're just like experientially like jibber jabbing about nothing. It's less effective against people that are just like stream of consciousness blabbering. Yeah. Um, but I think this would be great for like movie theaters. I just want to like take this with me and like when those people are talking. Dude, do like, you guys remember the the red pen with the dot? It'll be like that where everyone would have one. Pointer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it was like, and then it's <laughs> like if you point dot. it at someone's eyes, they go blind. <laughs> and then they would just go on after that, it seemed like. Yeah, I think you'd easily get kicked out of a lot of places <laughs> yeah. if you started pointing this. I mean, it does not look like a safe. Does know. it look like a gun? Oh, well, I was like? going to say, if, if Kelly pulled this out at a political rally, I think he would be shot on the spot, like sniper <laughs> bullet through the face. I wouldn't recommend it, Kelly. <laughs> if you're thinking about it, let me redirect your course of action. Just wait well, till the to, app comes out. It'll be fine. Yeah. But yeah, it's a fascinating thing. I'll share the video uh, with the podcast. But I just thought it was really interesting. They, they found out that actually if you, if you not only just give it a, a repeat – um, between zero and two tenths of a second, but if you also give it like a sinusoidal change, so sometimes it's closer to the two tenths, sometimes it's closer to zero, like that extra variation in the wave will even jam you harder. So, so would earplugs counteract this? Probably, yeah. But I don't know how too many people that walk under with earplugs. I'm just thinking that the political guys will just yeah. <laughs> just... Teachers will just wear earplugs. I, I can't talk. That's actually okay. not a bad idea. Mostly, you should start wearing earplugs. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, then I couldn't amaze people. Yeah, have you been amazing people lately? I, I did today. Tell me the story. I was handing out papers, and and somebody asked her friend a a question. You know, what, when are these two? And it was really quiet in the back of the room. <laughs> and I turned around and I said, Friday. <laughs> you heard that? Yes, yes, I heard that. <laughs> Very good hearing. Awesome. <laughs> It it's because you're young. Like, you're not like the other like 65 year old teachers that they probably have. That... Well, and at some point you can anticipate what people are going to say. I mean, you know which kids weren't quite listening, and when they start asking the question, it's pretty obvious you know what where it probably headed. is. Yeah. So, <clears throat> want to pull a card, sweetie? <laughs> yeah. Yes, but I'm actually going to play my my personal topic instead sure. of my science topic. 
Ikea. Oh. That is my personal topic. Um, Because I went to Ikea for the first time this weekend. And it they call it the Ikea Commercial District. And how big do you think that warehouse actually is? Uh, that's probably something like half a square mile. I mean, that's... So that's pretty big to yeah. begin with. But it feels like you, it's like 10 miles of walking. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe not. Maybe I it's made like the comment, four miles of walking. Well, but it took two and a half hours, and we weren't going that slow. Just from one side to the other? Yeah. So well, it's, I, like a, it's like a weave through it's it. It's a maze. And I was telling Melissa, there's like this great irony that, that people are walking around looking at these like prefabricated living room scenarios and being like, oh, it's such a great use of space. They fit all this big stuff into such a small, convenient little package. And I was like thinking that's basically a model for the whole store. The whole store is an amazing use of space that they've managed to fit like, you know, three or four miles worth of aisleway into one narrow little like <laughs> labyrinthine, you know, course. Because once you're in there, you're kind of stuck. Like, I think there are small passageways you can skip through segments. They're of the actually maze. marked as shortcuts if you need to get but out. But otherwise, you're trapped inside of the store. It's not like normal parallel rows, uh, for those of you who imagine a fire in there? Oh, man. I wonder if, like, the fire marshal just, like, he's with a measuring tape. He's been you paid. Know, yeah. No, he's <laughs> been. <laughs> Swedish money is just, like, exactly. Except once you parts. get to the shopping area, it is much more conventional straight lines. You mean like the very end when you're getting the stuff in the warehouse or? Well, and even the earlier part where it looks more like a, you know, a, a Fred Meyer or a Target or something where it's. Some of those, know, yeah. Some of those stuff. Shelves and things are kind of grouped in regions according to what type of good they are. But it is much more straight lines once you get to the, the shop and go stuff. Because I, I think probably a lot of people have the same reaction I did where you're just so overwhelmed by all of the stuff in the showroom area that when you get to the actual pick it up and purchase it, it's almost too much. It's almost like I, I can't buy anything. Well, it was fascinating because your, your energy level when we first walked in like spiked through the roof and then you crashed like 60% of the way through kind of shuffling the feet, kind of like, are we almost there yet? <laughs> Too many lights and colors. Like, <laughs> well, plus for me, it, it there's a little bit of guilt going through because it kind of like feeds that super materialistic part of me that's like, oh, I want that and I want that and I want that and I don't need all And you start stuff. thinking like, if I was buying these shelves and all these like racks, like my house would actually be organized and clean. And but I don't like, need <laughs> to pay, I don't need to spend all this, like I don't need to spend $5,000 today. I easily could, but but I shouldn't. <laughs> And so I need to not be as excited. And then you just turn off the exciting and then it just kind of all falls apart from there. <laughs> I was joking with Melissa. There was a, like a little kid's room, which was my favorite thing in the entire store. And I was like, we need to start making babies like now. Cause I want to buy this before it goes out of like production. But it was, <laughs> it was like a, like a, like a bunk bed kind of thing that had like a canopy over it, like a star canopy for the kid to like stare at and this little like pod that had a little closing fabric lid and Whoa. it was super cool. So what did you, if I can ask, what did you guys end up getting? Or did you just, was this a I got a window stand. shopping? I got a nightstand because I've been needing one. You know, true true confession, I've been using a Rubbermaid tote as my <laughs> For nightstand. almost two years. <laughs> For almost two years. Because I didn't have one when we moved in and we started shopping for one and then we stopped so I just never went I was back say, to shopping. It's in that box right over my it's in shoulder. That box right there. <laughs> so that's a thirty-two pound. I wonder <laughs> if it's the same one I have. Thirty-two pounds. Is yours blue? Whew. No. Then it is not the same. <laughs> How do you guys do it? Assembling <laughs> things out of the box. I'm pretty good at assembling things. I don't even right. use the instructions. He, whoa, he, whoa. he assembled his desk over there. And yeah, he didn't mess good. anything up. Without, did you have it's to do missing it? A pole. He willfully chose not to put something in, but it doesn't harm the integrity of the. You just decide, hey, I know better than this designer. Yeah. Kelly was here that this day. This drawer? No way. Came over. Yeah, when I was putting that together. 
Maybe. I was here, and I was making fun of you the entire time. The poll is Yeah, no one seems that impressed. (laughs) We were there. Oh, no, yeah, I was there. I remember that. (laughs) I think I was was with you, though. I was like, yeah, no, the poll. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody needs the poll. The poll is silly. Yeah, so the the awe of Ikea, that was my So do you want to go back? Or do you feel like you've kind of experienced it, and you don't want to put yourself through that again? I think I would go back. I think maybe if I did, I might either... Go for the spectacle, you know, maybe take somebody like Amy who's never been there, you know, just to kind of see the sights and not really plan to buy anything. Or I might go like, okay, I want to improve the organization in my office. And I would, you know, look at the other stuff. Ooh, ah, very nice. Walk past it really quickly. And then, okay, office organizational stuff, pick the things I want. And do it a little bit more like mission task oriented. I, I would imagine most people that shop at Ikea are not doing the mission task focus like in and out in 30 minutes. Let's go. Like, you know, just like racing through, like grabbing things and running to the cashier. <laughs> like that's a very non-Ikea way to shop. But. Yeah. Sure. But most people probably leave making impulse purchases oh, and spending. My favorite part of that whole store is so the very end where they're selling you like tarps and tie down straps and twine for people that didn't come prepared. You know, the people that like showed up oh, and they're yeah, like, yeah, Jetta, yeah. And they're like, we bought like $4,000 worth of like couches. <laughs> Which, and it's like, how am I going to get this home? Like just ratcheting onto the roof. Which like, happens all the time. I used to work at Costco and people would be like, I'll take that TV <laughs> and that bed. It's like a Miata parked I, out front. Yeah, yeah. Or, or I came here on my bike. Like seriously, we had a guy do that one time. It's like, we're going to have to come back in a couple hours. Awesome. Wow. <laughs> all right. Amy. Pick a card. This or that. Sunrise or sunset. And now mm, I have the song from Fiddler on the Roof stuck in my head. Thankfully, I don't know that song. I have the song from Building 429 stuck in my head. I have a story. No, I'm not. That's it. Really? That was not the song I was thinking of, but it is a song from Fiddler on the Roof. What's your story, Kyle? Okay, so I'm going to go Sunrise just so I can tell the story. Yeah. So when me and Crystal were dating, we were talking with a couple of other people. We were at this party. It lasted like into the night. And uh, somehow the conversation came up. We've never seen the sunrise. And so everyone's like, Wait, what? we're going to do it. We're going to go see the sunrise today, right? So we stayed up all night, piled into a car, and we're driving there. And uh, we're trying to coordinate this thing. You well, know, like, where, are you, where are you at? Like you're this like, was in, driving? This is in Lacey. You're driving to the sunrise? Yeah, I don't understand. Where are you yeah, driving? Yeah, we're driving. We're, we're trying to get to some water, essentially. Okay. To see the sunrise over the water. Got it, got it. And so we're, tra- and, uh, we're, we're running late. You know, the sky's getting brighter and brighter. We're like, we're not going to make it. And Crystal's driving, and she just floors it. And all of a sudden, boom! We hear, like, this horrible, and we see, we look out the corner, and we see this dog running off oh. that had bounced off the car. <laughs> and it's, like, doing that horrible, you know, noise, like, right? And so she slams on the brakes and just turns, like, just white and cold, right? <laughs> And it's just like gripping the wheel. And I just hear this guy, the dog runs down like this parking lot, right? And I hear this guy just screaming and swearing, oh, right? Oh, yeah, like, go, 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 go. No, well, and someone's <laughs> like, someone needs to go talk to that guy. And every head swivels and looks directly <laughs> at me. And I, li- I totally was into Crystal, right? So I'm like, oh, yeah, this is my opportunity. I'm going to be the man. I'm like, don't worry, guys, I got this. So I open the door, I get out, I close the door, and I hear the guy just swearing. I'm outside now. I'm like, why did I do this? I'm going to die. I am going to die. So then I walked down there, and uh, yeah, that, that's basically the highlight of the story. We don't need to go into what happened next, anyway. Do you like like punch you in the face? Or Anyways, just... look at here's the deal. I saw the sunrise, and Crystal <laughs> ended up getting married. So sunrise. All right, Kelly, are you taking notes? This is your year to uh, start dating more. Uh, you need to sacrificially put yourself in jeopardy. Okay, I was I was afraid you were going to say hit a dog. <laughs> I'm not no, going to hit a no, dog. No, 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 no. 
I totally hit a dog once because it was a dog or a girl. Like I was on Summit what? Lake Road and this girl was riding her bike. And oh, so I had okay. like, she was on the shoulder of the right side of my lane. And so I moved over basically into like the left side. Well, kind of more like straddling the center line. And a dog came running out from the left side, the driver's side oh, driveway, no. like towards the girl. Yeah, like, yeah. It's our girl on the bike. I was like, I'm going to go chase the girl. So like dog comes out Maybe and I'm, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm in the middle and I'm like, I can either go right and hit the girl on the bike or stay where I'm at and just hit the dog. In wait, the wait, head. wait, wait, why couldn't you hit the brakes and save everyone? Oh, like, <laughs> just the way it was. Like, there was no way to do it. And so, and if Noah's listening, Noah was in the car, but like, ended up hitting the dog in the head and it seemed fine. <laughs> One of those things where you're looking in the mirror and the dog just kind of like walks back to its driveway and you're like, oh, I think, yeah, I think everybody's okay. I'm going to keep driving. (laughs) (laughs) Noah's probably like rolling around. That haunts me to this day. (laughs) Probably. Wait, so sunrise or sunset? So was that at sunrise or sunset? (laughs) That was more sunset. I'm more of a sunset person because it means that I'm awake in the evening and waking up in the morning for like summer sunrise is just not pleasant. So I'd rather sleep in and watch nice sunsets. Plus, I'm on the West Coast, right? So we're used to sunsets. Like, it's our thing. We got tons of them. We don't get... <laughs> every day. Well, yes, everybody does it every so day. Like, but... Technically, we have just as many sunsets. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm just wondering if people, like, in Atlanta, or maybe not Atlanta, but people on the East Coast, like, care more about sunrises because they see them. Over from, the water. Over the water. I and mean, that's the... It's the it's the water then. Is that really are... like, when, when we think about sunrise and sunset, do we think of, like, water? Does that instantly kind of, the reflection and that... That scene does that pop into our heads? That's what I think of. Yeah. yeah, although most of the sunrises I see are over the mountains. It yeah, it's, like, it's usually coming no, over my no, Rainier, no. and it's us. gorgeous. It's beautiful. I, I, my favorite time of year in terms of driving to work is the is when sunrise is right is just before seven a.m. because I can catch it on my way to work, <clears throat> and it you know reminds me that I'm not just going to be in the dark all day yeah. long. <laughs> Kelly, what about you? You're never up for sunrises. Actually, that's not true. You have insomnia, it doesn't count. You're up for both. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I like sunrises better because I do see a lot more sunsets and sunrises are... They're still more special. There's something neat about them because you got the birds... The sky is a different, the sky like a, a is different, different color, right? Like it's and redder. Oftentimes, yeah, and oftentimes there's like a neat mist. Sure. Red. Well, yeah, I was going to say it's a cooler. It seem, it's, it's calm. Bluish in the morning. And it's really, the really hope calm. of a new day. Like, yeah. All that, <laughs> That's don't, actually true. All that dumb that I did yesterday is gone. Oh, no. Amy, did you answer this question? <laughs> Not yet. All right. What's your answer? I like the idea of sunrises. I like the concept. <laughs> I, like, I like sunrises in as a theory. theory. But, <laughs> but as it turns out, I can't draw sunrises apparently because I, I made both. But sunsets, board. she's got those down. I know. Apparently, what's yes. the difference? Apparently, the yes. colors. The colors. Use so blue instead make, of red. I was trying to make a sunrise <laughs> over the hills, and it looks like a sunset for this bulletin board. Because apparently, I can't draw. You need to start sunrise. waking up more because you sleep in way too much. That's because I don't go to sleep very early. <clears throat> I'm just saying, you would. Amy, are you an incredible artist? No. Yes. Uh, she no. must be because only yes. an artist would notice something yeah. like that. Like my that, that looks more like a sun. <laughs> I'm curious to see this picture. I wonder if it looks more like a sunrise and you just being critical. It looks like sunset. All right. Is it my turn? Uh huh. Um, I'll do a green one since nobody's done one yet. Oh, man, it's the one that Kelly had last time. Uh, first party PlayStation 3 games like Resistance, Little Big Planet, MotorStorm, and Infamous don't sell very well. Why do you think that is, and can it be fixed? I brought this up because uh, some guys from IGN had a $20 bet uh, that Gears of War 3 by itself would outsell 11 first party PlayStation games. Wow. And it did. It beat Uncharted 
three, Resistance three, Killzone three, Little Big Planet two, Infamous two, wow. Twisted Metal, like and and one other or whatever. The, the and so it's it's one of those things of like these games are are amazing. They come out, they they get really good reviews, but they sell four hundred thousand copies, which is really low in terms of you know something like Gears of War that would sell like six to eight million. Huh. So what do we do about that? Like not we, we're not Sony. We can't do anything about that. But do you have any idea uh, why? These amazing first-party games don't sell well, especially mm-hmm. in relation to stuff like uh, like Assassin's Creed and Skyrim and Call mm-hmm. of Duty and third-party things that the Xbox. Okay, <laughs> and that answers why. your question. Yeah, the third-party <laughs> games sell on multiple systems. So, but even like on the PlayStation, you're going to sell way point. more Assassin's Creeds than Uncharted Two. Because all of your friends play Assassin's Creed. Because, I mean, PS3 owners who have friends who play Xbox buy the same games as their friends, even if they can't play together. So they, so can, they talk can talk about, about the games they're playing. Ooh, that's, that's, a good, interesting that's a pretty good theory. One. Yeah. I was going to go with the frat boy thing. So like Halo and Gears of War, like that's all I think of when I play those games that you should probably be in a frat, like yelling at your buddies. Sure. You man, I just made that cool. <laughs> it's just weird because, I mean, on PlayStation is, is close to the, you know, there's almost as many PS3s in the world as there are Xboxes. And still, we're having you know games that are amazing, like Infamous Two, that barely sell hmm. enough to break even, and people just overlook them. They're not interested. They don't try them. They don't care. Like they don't because your Xbox friends they aren't can't playing play it. it they so won't you can't share that. Yeah, they won't. They won't care when you talk about it. Whereas if you you know play your Gears of War or whatever, like your Xbox guys and your PC guys and whoever can all talk about the same game, even if they're not playing it on the same system. That's another good theory. Cause yeah, like a lot of the, the Xbox games are also P- PC games. So there could be some of that, that friendship <clears throat> driving sales across platforms. Kelly thoughts you buy, you own or have owned every one of these franchises in some capacity. I think maybe not MotorStorm. but little big planet. You wanted to make love to that, that physical disc and you enjoy <laughs> oh, like, yeah. Many other games. I did say that. Yes, didn't I, 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 I've been writing. We might want to cut that part. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to buy multiple copies. One was to play, yes. one was to frame, and one was to have sex with. He remembers yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> so why don't games sell well on PlayStation? What's the deal? Why aren't people I, buying Uncharted 3? Because I think, just like Melissa said, you know, the Xbox is this ridiculous Behemoth. machine for, yeah, for selling social interactions where... You know, they—they—that's what the thing they've really got down is the, is the social aspect of gaming, and uh, and that's you know all these people that sit at home and don't have social interactions otherwise. <laughs> that's how they're getting there, and it's true. I mean, there's a lot of these people, and even the people who do have social lives outside of it still crave that interaction, and that's why Xbox is such a huge deal. They're at, you know they're multiplayer games. Even games like Gears of War, which are technically a you know single player game, but you know it's also got this really deep co op and this deep uh, multiplayer, and people love that. They love the competition too. So, um, an Xbox sells that really well, whereas the PlayStation is still kind of a single player thing in a way. Even even though it's it's not, you know, yeah. it's, even though it's uh, got the social aspect, that's just the Xbox sells it better. Amy, thoughts? You you play a lot of non first party PlayStation <clears throat> games. Um, your little bit, or your uh, Lego franchises. Like you don't seem to have any interest to play a game unless there's Legos in it. Apparently, <laughs> I play Little Big Planet and Pixel Junk Monsters. That's true. That's true. And I was playing Go Puzzle a little while ago. So on your on your your PSP, I see over there. How many like do you own Little Big Planet? 
Yes. Okay. So you do you do support you buy first party games? Yes. Okay. When she buys games, mostly she receives them as gifts. Yes. <laughs> so her game collection is really determined by what we buy. Sure, but yeah. she's she's made it clear that <laughs> also she likes I play Loco Roco. That's true. That's true. So you're more of the downloadable smaller stuff. Um, yeah. You're not playing Killzone or no, because I, <laughs> Resistance I, on your PSP. <laughs> on my PSP, I, it's kind of one of those pick it up and play, put it down, walk away. Like it has to be something that can can be fairly contained. And I you don't want a ten hour epic no, adventure. No, no, because I, can I understand that. I'm not going to sit and play it for ten hours. I'm going to sit and play it for five minutes mm-hmm. while I'm waiting for something here or there, or I'm going to hand it to a four year old and say, "Here, play this. It's easy." You use these buttons. Your mom's in the middle of something. I'm trying to take care of this other thing. Entertain yourself for five minutes. Like, that's been the uses of my PSP is entertaining a four-year-old and entertaining myself for brief periods of time. Okay. All right, Kel. Second oh, card. my turn? Yep. Round two. You were pretty excited Didn't about whatever it, this no, yellow card is, so I guess I'll... <laughs> what? <laughs> Color vision. So we had talked about eyeballs last time oh, on the podcast. Yeah. We yeah. talked about dogs and whether or not they could see, and humans and whether or not it was. And what the, pri- and the big argument was <laughs> the big argument was what are the primary, what colors? Are the primary colors? And uh, did we find out that Kelly was in fact correct? Because he is correct. We found out that there are two competing theories for why humans have oh, the color vision that we have, and they're both partially right. It's kind of like partially. What? Is, <laughs> what? Why haven't they been resolved into one grand unified theory? Uh, then if they're little, both partially. Right. So think of it as uh, like light, right? Like photon, like it's waves and particles kind of thing. Like, you know, you have. Okay, but waves and particles, we've combined that into one understanding of light. Why are there still two theories? So, okay. So yeah, explain the theories. Let's, let's hear them. We, yeah. the, we have the trichromatic theory, okay. which is the idea that we have red, green, and blue um, photoreceptors, opsins. Red, yellow, and blue. <laughs> and uh, the other theory is the opposite process theory, which means that we've got colors working in antagonistic pairs. So you've got like red and green, blue and yellow, black and white, and it's those differences and, and the the way that we our brain processes the raw data that allows us to basically. He missed purple and yellow, didn't he? I, I'm just using the examples. Purple and he got nine. blue and orange wrong. So yes. Uh, yeah. yeah. So right. again, I'm reading off of Wikipedia. So yeah, don't mess with Wikipedia, guys. <laughs> you're right. You're right that yellow and purple are the opposites of each other. But I'm just that's reading. That's basic painting. I'm just. Yeah, man, basic painting. You well, can't screw I mean, that up. That's a big challenge, right? That you've got the idea of. She paints sunsets. She would know. I didn't paint a sunset. No, no, so again, there's like, purple. The challenge, the challenge is. I have a picture. Do you want to see? Yeah, sure, sure. No, the, the, the <laughs> big challenge is that, like, in the world, we have additive and subtractive and all sorts of different, like, ways of combining light, right? Whether it's pigments or light themselves. <clears throat> and the way our brains might See, actually, look, it's a tree. That's actually pretty good. You're going to have what to what post this tree? that. You painted that? Or it's a chalk. Dude, audio you podcast, everyone. Nobody knows what this we're looking at. Wait, See? like, like. Oh, well, okay, like, cool. so let me describe it. It's a. It's the sunset is chalk. The rest of it is paper. Uh, it, it, it's really cool, actually. It's really it's, uh, it's a, it's got real nice colors. You need to, yeah, you need to send it's got purple. I'd love got, to post it. You know, it's got yellow fading into purple at on the sun. It's in my set. camera, or at least that's how we're too. seeing it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> apparently. So that's the big challenge. When I was reading about this, it was talking about dogs and their ability to to view color and the way that we view color, like, are different. And that because we um, see things a certain way as humans, we've made the colors we interact with a certain way. So like we've made the LED TVs we have, you know, register in certain like spectrums because for us, that's what we perceive as correct. And a dog might look at that and think it looks really strange. 
we don't have like an objective view of what colors are. We're just basing it off what we perceive as being correct. So you're so, not you're yeah. you're not about to tell me that the microphone in front of me is not really black, though, right? It might not be to some. That, uh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing it. So Kelly, did you look it up and decide that there was? A three-color spectrum that was different from mine? Or are you right. just arguing from last week? Your, no. your yellow, blue... It's a holdover spite, man. Yellow, it's blue, gonna... red. I know these to be the you primary can, colors. They're the primary colors. The colors that you have to use to mix all of the rest of the colors. Because yeah. you, you don't can, mix to make those three colors. You can mix different colors to get different... You cannot mix any two colors to, to make blue, yellow, to make yellow, yellow or, or to, to make... make red. red. To make true blue, true yellow, and true red. You don't mix to get those... You, Those are, are yeah. the base the colors that you mix to get yeah. to get a hue of blue. You might add some red, some yellow, some green, some black, some gray. Not all at once, because that would be ugly. Because then you just get mud. <laughs> For our podcast viewers or listeners out here, <laughs> Luke is just like staring off at the wall. Like, like, he's, he's trying to. He's about to be like a duel, sir. No, with pistols. <laughs> I tell you, you guys are thinking of it again as like paint, mixing paint together. When you mix light together, it doesn't work that way. It does, though. It doesn't, because yes. when you start, like, with light, as you add more and more and more different kinds of colors, you, end you, up get, with white. you get to white, not right. black. When you, add, yeah. when you add paint, you get to black. But light works the opposite direction that we have for our normal painting spectrum. Well, right, but, I mean, technically, okay, so the color we see a thing to be, like the black microphone, that is the color that is being reflected off of the microphone into our eyeballs. Sure. So it's... So it's absorbed everything. Absorbed everything, basically. Except the challenge is that black isn't, yeah, like color, I guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like this green card, it's absorbing blue, it's absorbing red, and well, well some of the blue. Well, some, some of the blue. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's reflecting blue and yellow back at me, so I see green, right? So that's the way that I've always heard it in school, but I'm not sure that that's how our brains work with the rods and cones we have. We should really just stop talking about colors, <laughs> right. and it just make everything much better. Um, was there anything else I wanted to mention? Oh, about no, dogs. we'd stop talking about colors. No, no, no. We're moving on. No, we're gonna talk moving about on. Dogs. Moving in, on. Dogs in moving general. On. No, we want to hear dogs. This. Yeah, the dogs with the blue. Uh, dogs only have about half the uh, brightness accuracy as a human eye. They actually don't have that good of eyesight. Uh, they they managed to manage smell. Right. Yeah, but they yeah. managed to actually uh, measure a, a, pu a poodle for our normal uh, Snellen uh, vision exam. You know, twenty twenty vision is ideal. Mm -hmm. Whatever nonsense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the poodle managed to get a twenty seventy five. Um, but the big, the big amazing thing about, about dogs <laughs> is they don't have test. good color representation from our right. perspective. They don't have good resolution from what we can tell, but they've got amazing movement uh, registration. Oh, so oh. what we would normally see um, as, as movement um, to a dog would, would be like hyper movement. Like they're about 10 to 20 times better at registering movement than we are in our eyes. It's the whole thing about like T-Rex in Jurassic Park, like, Stand still, he won't see you. Yeah. You know, like dogs are kind of <laughs> like that. Like they, they perceive movement more than they perceive actual resolution of, of images. So, random factoids, and Amy, like we it. can move on. <laughs> okay. All right, Kyle. Okay, I'm going to go with the pink one. Um, would you rather be forgotten or hatefully remembered? <laughs> wow. Dark. <laughs> Man. Jeez. Forgotten, forgotten or, hatefully. or hatefully remembered? <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'd rather be forgotten because I so, don't want anyone to hate me. Yeah, isn't it the worst when you actually have an enemy? You're like that guy doesn't like me. What the heck? I think I'd rather be hatefully remembered because at least someone's still remembering me. I knew Luke would say that. <laughs> so you and that. Hitler, essentially. Oh, what kind of company oh, are you man. in, though? Yeah. 
it, so you're willing to do something so heinous? Wait a minute. Wait a well, minute. I don't, I don't have to do anything. It's just the way. Wait a minute. I'm actually with me. Luke because it wasn't cl- like clarifying <laughs> how they hated us, right? So they could maybe hate me for a reason that I actually am strongly agreeing with. Does that they make sense? They hate me like, because I'm so damn sexy. Yes, yes. Yeah, sure, something like that. that. Like, something like, like that. Man, I'm so jealous of Kelly's looks. I hate him. Instead yeah. of like, Kelly, who's Kelly? I don't even know who you're talking about. It's yeah. like, you were best friends for three years. <laughs> <laughs> you like managed to block it from me. Yeah, I'd say hatefully remembered for me. But the yeah. girls are forgotten. I'm going to go with You'd that rather be forgotten. And you said hateful. Oh, Kelly, yeah. Oh, yeah. what's you? Your last one. Tiebreaker. Um, I'd rather be forgotten. Oh, we lose. <laughs> Kyle Luke, and I lose. stand alone. Or we win. <laughs> I don't know. We'll, we'll be remembered for that. Yeah. <laughs> There's other charms. Nobody will even know who they are. All right, sweetie. Question from Nick in Auburn. Given that wrestling is a school sport, <laughs> should martial arts be considered as well? Oh. So like judo and stuff we have in the Olympics, maybe? Heck yeah. It, it just says martial arts. Sure, sure, sure. I'm just thinking like... Just one particular one? Yeah, oh, I don't, Taekwondo, I don't like, judo. I mean, what are we talking about here? I guess you get into like weird areas of... of you leave leaving bruises and black eyes and split lip. You know, I don't know what sparring looks like. Mm. Um, Have you ever seen wrestling? <laughs> yeah, but like I don't usually see people get black eyes or or split lips or yeah, something like that. Dislocated shoulders. Sure, sure, elbows, sure. They're more internal like knees, things you don't notice. Feet. I had a kid choke me out. When you were in like, wrestling when I was like ten. Yeah, like organized school or or yes, some sort of kind yeah. of. I only did it for a short while, and then I... You Wait, know. you're not supposed to choke it's, people in wrestling. I know. And the kid was behind me. <laughs> I don't know why I missed that part. Kid, <laughs> the kid was behind me choking me, and my parents had to run over to the ref and be like, this is unacceptable. This kid is hurting my son. Wait, and the ref didn't And I was anything? turning red, and the ref was just standing there grinning like it was something. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Was, it was, match. was the kid the ref's son? <laughs> he, well, he was at least six inches taller than me. He was way bigger than me. I'm just thinking, know. like, the, the ref is like, yeah, good boy. Good boy. Just choke him out. Come on. <laughs> but yeah, and after that, I was just like, you know what? Screw this. I'm done. Yeah. I don't want to do this. So. so how do you feel about it? Do you think martial arts yeah. in some structured way? If it was structured and organized and it was a, you know, a healthy competition, yeah, for sure. I think one of the challenges with martial arts is that, like, you really have to, like, when you do it privately is that, that – honor and respect and and maturity that hopefully goes along with the education and that's something that's missing in school sports at this point that's true that's true Kelly has a really good point (laughs) and honestly that would be good for a lot of today's youth is to learn a little damn respect like being able to challenge channel some of that like aggression you know also was telling me like there's more fights nowadays than there might have been 10 years ago 20 years ago in schools no okay it just sounds like I, I hear about it more um, but like maybe if there was like outlets for them to more oh, yeah. constructively oh. use the, some of that, uh, Kyle, so would you, martial arts, yay? Yeah, I would say absolutely. Because especially with guys, um, when you talk about how you do education and stuff, like guys tend to be naturally more aggressive and then that needs to be channeled and disciplined and whether it's, I don't know, whatever, wrestling or martial arts. Yeah. I hit the table. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting into it. <laughs> Bust out some martial arts moves here. Anyways, no, but yeah, I would say definitely. Girls? No. And my reason is purely financial. Okay. <laughs> we can't afford the sports we've got. That's true. And and get rid of wrestling. Noah I don't, if he I hears this <laughs> is going to dislocate your job. I mean, <laughs> so the, the the problem is you can make an argument about any sport mm-hmm. if it's coached well, that it, it does all of the things that martial arts do. And we already have the coaches and the equipment and the materials and the organized structure in place for those sports. And I'm not saying that 
you know, wrestling is better than martial arts or that we should cut the swim team or get rid but of gymnastics. All or, the money should go to football. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, that's already the challenge is that some of the sports we have like football and, and, and a few of the other, like, you know, basketball, basketball and some of these other sports take a lot of resources to do effectively. I mean, baseball even, um, the, the facility has to be maintained, the equipment has to be maintained and updated on a regular basis so that it's safe and so that you're competitive and all of these things. And it's, it's really hard to do, even with the pay-to-play model that schools currently have. And so it's not... I guess it has nothing to do with whether or not I think that martial arts is a, a legitimate or should be recognized as a, a conventional sport. It's mm-hmm. that the schools just can't afford it. So let me ask you a real quick question, Melissa. If if your school in particular had kind of unlimited funding, what would be like the one program you would like to see, whether it be, you know, probably not martial arts, but what would be the program that you would like to see in place with unlimited funding? With unlimited funding... This is the problem is the program I would like to see in place doesn't exist. There's no one program that solves everything that needs to happen. But like gardening. Well, I, I was going to say gardening too. I was so actually we have a program. We do. At Olympia High School is piloting a program where kids spend half their day at school and half their day gardening. Yeah, it's Olympia. Sure. <laughs> but it's actually, it's, it's a highly, I mean, it's a, a fairly proven and highly successful program. But a couple of my students are, are in the program this year. And one of the things that it does is it gives them... It gives them an opportunity to not only be outside and do something physical, but to actually like take meaningful ownership of some piece of their lives. They're growing food. It's not, you know, ornamental flower gardening. They're growing food to feed poor people. Like to, it goes to the food bank. It goes, I mean, people buy the food as well, but I mean, it goes to the food bank. It goes to other organizations that are feeding hungry people. And, and so it's, they're contributing to the community. They are in some cases contributing to their own families. If they're low income students, it is um, something that they can actually do from start to finish and see the results of their work. And then they take what they've done in the garden and they take it back and apply those lessons about, you know, biology and talking about botany and horticulture and do some science with it. They also take the lessons of like, productivity and success and hard work and start to think about those things in terms of interpersonal relationships and how how do we um, create a community as people so that like mm-hmm. some of the social skills that hey, a you, lot of disadvantaged students don't have like you this sold programs- me. I think all those sweaty nerds should turn off their computer go uh, outside in the sun and plant a vegetable right you heard her but I mean the, 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 that program's awesome but it's not it, it's not the only thing out there and it wouldn't work for every kid so, there so are some the, kids so you need- would say gardening then Yes. Sure. Yes. Yes. Okay, that's what Gardening. I was going Let's go for it. Amy? <laughs> well, martial arts? Oh, the martial arts, arts yeah. yeah Tangents. <laughs> we, we went this all over This is like Inception. Boom. <laughs> now we're back to level. I mean, I, I see some of the value in it, and I know a lot of kids who, who did it, and I don't know that having it as an organized school sport necessarily is the right thing, but having it at least recognized by the school, like if you were doing it outside of that, having it recognized, because that was one of the challenges is that a lot of kids wanted to get out of doing the PE class because they were doing this and they couldn't because it was not recognized as enough. Mm. And I mean, these, these were kids who'd been doing it their entire lives 
and they were teaching other people and they were doing the hard work. Yeah. Spending hours in the gym yeah, just and it like wasn't, a gymnast or a swimmer. Breaking yeah. boards and instead it wasn't, they're like, we've got to see you climb a rope, dang it. <laughs> it, it. It wasn't recognized the same way and I think that that at least having it recognized would be a good thing. Question to listeners. Do PE classes where you live still require kids to climb ropes? Do, do, That's a good question. Do, do. I'm just throwing it out there <laughs> do, do. to the internet. Yeah. Let us know. All right, Amy. <clears throat> this is his. <laughs> from, uh, Jackie from Minnesota. What would be a good name for our baby boy? So they are pregnant, and they are in the naming challenge oh, of, of arguing oh, over like, lists. Oh, gosh. Oh, goodness. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So share with us your current drama, your list, her list. Oh, What's my going gosh. on in your house right now? Oh, my gosh. Okay, first off, for all the single people out there who are like, I'm going to name my kid. You know, Dovahkiin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't name him Dovahkiin. Right? Kelly's <laughs> face is lit up. He's like, that's a great idea. <laughs> you know what that is? Yeah, yeah, from Skyrim. Okay. Yeah, yeah. dude, <laughs> the nerd references are flying all over the place. No, okay, so um, naming—that's a really complicated thing. Uh, I would say you're gonna want to take into account his family, his desires, and come to some kind of some kind of understanding. Um, are you wanting me to actually... How about we all throw out a name? Do you guys not Should want we, to share like your short lists personally? We, we, uh, we've come to the point where we decided until we find out if it's a girl or a boy, we've we've chosen to stop talking about the name. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's somewhat of a combative issue, I guess. Awesome. Uh, I had a good boy name a while ago. I like Elliot. I think for a boy, I really like Elliot. I also like Bishop. But Melissa's not as on. Dude, that's that guy from X-Men. Yes, it okay. is. <laughs> this is the nerdiest podcast ever. Yes. No, I think Bishop is a rad name. For a time traveler. <laughs> sure, Bishop Longnecker. Yeah, I can. <laughs> so yeah, for a boy, Bishop. I, I, think, I think there's something to be said for looking <clears throat> at family names and names that are, if there's a, I mean, some families, there's like a required name. Nick and Courtney in Auburn know a little bit about this. They come from a family where the eldest son is always named Peter. Yeah. Um, hmm. And so the Nick's brother and his wife had a baby um, last fall, and he was the eldest son of the eldest son in the family. So his first name's Peter. That's not what they call him, but his first name is Peter. Yeah. And I think that there is something to be said for respecting those traditions, um, especially since half the kids I know seem to go by their middle names anyway. Um, so you know, and you could get as creative as you I was want. Gonna say with that guy name. right there. Yeah. Uh. Or is, is uh, are they? Is Jackie like germ? Like, what's her? Do we know the ancestry or something? White bread. Like, I don't know. Like, because a lot of people so like generic, to go like, like hey, let's get a Germanic name. Let's get a Hebrew no, name. I have no let's idea. Do something like that. So, oh, okay. generic Caucasian girl. Gosh, I'm sure she's <laughs> excited to hear that. Just white bread. Just as ordinary and plain as you can. <laughs> Um, wait, wait, should, we should actually give them a suggestion. How about that? Yeah. yeah. So a boy name Not from all five point. of us. Yeah, I think that was the point. <laughs> wait. Okay, so they're having a boy. Okay. Kelly, what would be a good name? The, the daughter's name, Amelia. Amelia. So kind of a, a uncommon, I guess. Amelia. Amelio. Oh, God, no. Amelia and <laughs> Amelio. <laughs> Too much. Yes. Wait, wait, no. How about this? How about they name their boy Estevez? Yeah. No, so then, no, no, then when you want to call no, your kids to dinner, it's like, hey, Amelia has to this. That's a great name. I like it. Um, I don't know. It's harder I, and harder every year as a teacher to pick good. Oh yeah, because you names. keep associate them. With you, like, yeah. What are some names that are really popular right now? 
Like Aiden. Yeah, it's like Aiden. Aiden, Caden. Like, those are all popular. Kyle is. There's a lot of Kyles. Kyle's a dumb name. Dumb name. <laughs> it is a lot. dumb name. Why would you name your child Kyle? There's a lot of Kyles. Um, I don't think I know any Kyles. Oh, is that probably weird? for the best. There's always a lot of Johns. I mean, you need yeah, John's a, John, a lot of Johns, Johns, John, and Jonathan, Charles, stuff like that. Um, a lot of Bible names are always familiar or common. Like you're always going to have yeah. Johns and Marks and Matts and stuff like that. You yeah, know? I like Micah. Yeah, yeah. I could maybe get on board with that. I love like everybody else is like figuratively like, oh, that name would be great. And as I'm like listening to Melissa, I'm like I'm <laughs> writing them down. Yeah, I'm like, all right. <laughs> we were talking Old Testament names, so Jackie, off. my suggestion is Micah. All right. I have no idea. What you're he could go by Mike time. if being you know having a there was a name, but I don't remember Hebrew what it was now. in Minnesota. <laughs> I don't I don't know. Um, I I like the I like not for us, but for them. I think the name <clears throat> Owen would be kind of a cool name. The kid's gonna be called Owie. What? Yeah, that's what happens. Think about yeah, how gonna, like, I mean, how can you mess how up can a name? You make fun that's of it. Yeah. What would you yeah. call like Owie? Is a weird no. I, okay, I but I know an Owen who is an Owie. Fair enough, Kelly. <laughs> it's, 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 I, I've been having these weird conversations with this new friend of mine, and, and uh, she and I have discussed weird, like, like I don't know why. She? Discussed, yeah, she and She's I. into you. No. <laughs> I can tell. I can tell. No. Talk no, about baby it's names. It's not like that. No. Oh, okay, okay. No, but no, we have discussed, like, you know, what are cool kid names for a kid, and, and we have a bunch of cool names for girls, but we've never discussed a boy name, which is weird. That is weird. Samuel's a cool name. That is a good name. I like... Always like Nicholas for some reason. Yeah, yeah, it's not bad. Or Sasha. Interesting for no. a dude. For a dude, yeah. I think that comes so, from. So that, you have a feminine name. I have typically a, a name that's commonly given to girls. I have an omnisex name. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> but Sasha's. You're, I mean, your son would end up kind of going through what you maybe went through. I didn't really go through anything. You, nobody really cared. Okay. You would have to make sure his hair stayed short. Yes. <laughs> I went no I went to sc- I went to school with a kid whose whose dad had been like super repressed as a child and decided he wouldn't do that to his kids so he let his kids grow their hair out as long as they wanted. And so this boy in my class um, started with a rat tail, I'm sure, yeah. in like kindergarten or something. But by the time he was in 5th grade, it was like a like a crazy it was no longer a mullet cuz the front had grown out too, but it was like this crazy like, you know, started kind of like emo chin length what? almost in the front and just got longer until it kind of tapered this around the back awful. she was making all sorts of motions with her hands right trying now. to describe his, his hair. hair is crazy but I mean like, like he had longer hair than most of the girls in class and of course mm. as a fifth grader a lot of kids kind of look the same mm-hmm. you know he was pretty slight built nobody had really filled out by fifth grade at that point right. so you know he's got a real thin pale face with this long hair and the name Cheney Oh, that's confusing. And and couldn't go by his middle name because that was Misha. Ooh, oh, man. Oh. They were Misha. Russian. Ah. And like every substitute teacher we had thought he was a girl. When I was in high school, there was and, a, yeah. was a kid. So if you're going to do a fem, feminine or omnisex name, kids got to have like super conventional haircut. We, so if I they're would, in Minnesota, it's got to be a masculine name. He's going to be out there Roger. on the tractor. Yeah. <laughs> going to be like, Cletus. Roger. <laughs> no, Roger's a weird name. Roger's a great farmer name. It's a weird Roger name. Roger the farmer. Is he going to grow up to be a farmer? I have no idea. Okay. He's going to work in the tech industry. I mean, he's the, he's the child of a psychologist <laughs> Wait, his, yeah. and a music teacher. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. He's that gonna kid is going to be in, in rehab. Theater. <laughs> <laughs> in theater. And then rehab. And then he needs to be called like Brad or something. So, Kelly, no name. Brad's oh, wait, Nicholas. That's right. You got one. Nicholas. Nicholas. Wait, that's his dad's name. No, Scott. 
I'm going to go with like Scott, Patrick. Right? No, yeah, Patrick? Yeah, it feels like a Patrick. Right. I said Owen. You said nobody. Okay. I said but, Samuel. Oh, Samuel. Sorry. All right, Jackie. There's some, <laughs> some suggestions. Feel free to fight over them as you will. Uh, me. Um, Crap. I'll go with the blue card again. Danielle from Sacramento. Interesting. Is there a story behind this? I need to uh, see it. Should you let the guy pay on a date? Oh. Every, wait. Every time? What about for non-date situations? Oh. If it's a non-date, you have to offer to split the check. All right. Yep. So, Amy, what do we not know about what's going on in her life? No, no, no. She no. asked the question. No details. So, Danielle, here's the answer. I'm just. I'm going to give you the definitive answer. If if you know it's a date and you agree that it's a date, he can pay on the first date. But until you get serious, you need to start offering to pay after that. And if he says no, you can let him continue to pay. But you have to at least make it clear that you're willing to pay. Um, when okay. things get serious, you can have a conversation at that point about, you know, whether it's really important for him to pay or if he would be OK splitting occasionally or letting you pay occasionally. Or you can do what I did, which is when he goes to the restroom oh, to wash his hands, you just steal the check and pay it oh yourself. God. So I'm a messy eater. I always, I always get burgers and then put like barbecue sauce or A1 or like something. You have to go to the bathroom yeah, clean yourself like, off like, like a little kid. Yeah, because I don't want to like fumble through my pockets with like nasty barbecue sauce. <laughs> I don't know why she married me. I don't get it either. But yeah, that happened a number of times where I'd come back from the bathroom and the check would be missing. What's the girl's name, Emily? Danielle. 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 I would say uh, if you're if he's interested in dating you, if he wants to pay, like I, I mean that that's actually an important question. Yeah. Because if the, if you're serious about this guy and he's material like long term, then he's gonna be able to pay. He's gonna be generous and want to. I mean, th- there's a lot of qualities in the guy that actually come come across when the the check it, is put until on the it's table. a serious relationship. Yeah. Until I guess you'd go Dutch. I mean, if you're just friends. Unless he won't, I mean. Which I hate I, that term because I'm Dutch. I, <laughs> yeah. I do, and I am cheap, so I get it. I do, <laughs> I do have a guy friend who, for the longest time, wouldn't wouldn't split the check with me. Are you looking over lunch. the table at Luke? No, no, okay. no. No, no, I, I always Nick, I'm like, what? Uh, Wilkins. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wilkins wouldn't, um, wouldn't split the check with me for a long time. And it was just easier not to fight it. Like, we were both clear on the fact that we were not dating. We were friends, whatever. He needed to pay because it sure. kept his pride, whatever. Like, I don't want to offend, but I also think that it's important if you're not if you're not interested in him, Danielle, you can't let him pay for everything yeah. because it gives him the wrong message. So, Kelly, you haven't said anything yet. Yeah, you want to be clear. Regardless of, I, I need to hear yeah, Kelly's to theory clear. on this. He's maybe more, he's he's maybe, smiling. He's he got might some be good. less traditional than the rest good. of us at this table. So I'm curious if there's a That's different answer. I'm just yeah. practical. No, I, I honestly, if I'm going to take a girl out, I want to pay for at least the first date or two, Aww. you know, just because it's one of those generous things that, it, I don't know, it, it's, it's kind of a, you know, treating, you know, it's almost uh, thank you for coming out with me. <laughs> I want to treat you to this and show you that you're important enough to spend my money on to me. Yeah. 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 I mean, if, the, if at the end of the date, I'm like, so you want to split this, then, you know, that's, there's a good indicator that I wasn't into it. Yeah. <laughs> I can see that. But if she, I mean, if she's not into you yeah. and she lets you pay, does that send the wrong message? It can. Yeah. Yeah. That, that could, yeah. I mean, but yeah. I would not be so subtle though as to the check is, you know what I'm saying? Like just, just be, be open and honest. Yeah, with so where you're but going it's with the this. mixed messages. So Danielle not... has, Danielle has a whole life story of mixed messages <laughs> where she'll say <laughs> one Danielle thing was... and then act in such a way that it, 
even though she doesn't mean it to, it sends the wrong message. And I, I'm not going to air your dirty laundry, Danielle, but you have a problem. And, 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 and if you she want just to, got called yeah, out I was going to say, air. Danielle, I know you're listening to this right now. If you <laughs> want to share your story about this with us, we will gladly read it. <laughs> you are a terrible just, person. I'm, I'm offering to read it for her. I'm Email it to the podcast. Right I will, I will right edit. You can call in. We'd be happy to play your yes, message yes. on the air as well. Speak your phone. I'm dying to know <laughs> what's going on in her life. All right. Don't do it, Danielle. Kelly, card number three. Okay. Um, pink or green? What's your favorite color? I prefer green. There you go. <laughs> we need to settle an age-old debate. Is cheesecake a type of pie, or is it a weird cake? Custard. Oh, crap. Custard. It's not a custard. <laughs> yes, it is. The answer might never it be known. Not. <laughs> I just watched the Good Eats episode where Alton Brown told me it was a custard. Alton Brown is not always right. <gasps> 14 I seasons? I don't know who that is. <laughs> he's, he's wealthy, but he's not always right. <laughs> Who is Alden Brown? He okay. He's so, that hipster dude on the Food Network. On the the food guy network. with the spiked hair. Yeah, who's always well, like no. eating. No, crazy. No, no, There's no, a no, lot no. of spiked hair dudes. He's yeah. not the guy with oh, the spiked okay. hair. He's the guy who does science. With big glasses with his food. Well, not big glasses. Hipster glasses. That would definitely he be a program you guys would watch. Glasses. He totally <laughs> wears glasses. He Mostly on um, Iron Chef. Yeah, that's the one. Oh yeah, he's uh, the commentator for commentator American. on Iron Chef America. So. Oh, okay. Uh, let's let's disregard Melissa's and crazy America's claim. Test Kitchen says that it is a custard. What, let's disregard Melissa's crazy science. Dough. So we've got <laughs> most cheesecakes coming on pie crust, right? Most of them coming come on a graham cracker pressed crust. crust. Pie crust, not used in any other kind of pie. I should have known this was going to happen. <laughs> oh, oh my god, she's got oh the evidence god. for you, though. I mean, getting real she's awful. not. Yeah, she's not. <laughs> she's not. Right, so we throwing a bunch of foolishness at you. Right this is, this we is call proper. it cheesecake. And it does not well. have any resemblance to a cake at all, right? It has straight sides. Wait, what? Yeah, but the British call oh, straight okay, yeah. sides. That's a good point. Cheesecake often does have yep. perpendicular yep. sides. It's to It's sweet a- like a regular cake. Uh, hmm. What else? What else has it got going for it in a cake way? Sometimes people put candles in it. You cut it. <laughs> you never, ever, ever put frosting on a cheesecake. However, you, you do could. put a glaze, which you wait, wait. can also do on. Kelly, you want to try this? What? Frosting a cheesecake. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, I want to try this. <laughs> oh, this could be good. Kyle, you want to know this? Dude, I don't okay, think the girls so are going to go for it. <laughs> have, you ever, have you ever had those cheesecakes at Costco? They put, like a, they put like a little frosting on the sides of it, right? Like white frosting? It is the best freaking wait, thing wait, in the world. Chocolate. Me and Crystal will fight each other over it. <laughs> I will start crying like a little child if she eats it. It's awful. We can't share, like, we can't have one of those romantic dinners, right? With the music, like, la, la, like, la. Stab, you're, like, forking each yeah, other. Yeah, no, like... I'll, like, look away and she'll just go, Wah! and eat it all. I'm like, no, no. Anyway. <laughs> all right. No. Amy. Cheesecake. Cake or pie? Cake or pie. Custard. So we'll outvote them because custard will only have two. Okay, so there's only three people voting because custard is out. Yeah. Um, Custard is correct. Yeah, but we don't care what's going on. I'm going to call it. That's not one of the options on the card. The card is gone. Because Luke wrote the card and he didn't know. Kyle, what's your answer? Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Cake. Cake. I said cake. I'm so sorry. (laughs) I'm going to say pie. Yeah, I'm going with pie. Yeah, so pie wins. It's two pie. to one. Dang it! Right. It's tied with custard. Age-old debate <laughs> is... Kyle, you can jump ship and join us. It's tied with custard. <laughs> and there will be only two people voting. And they will be, it will be unanimous, 100% <laughs> across the board vote. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm glad gonna, we settled that. Oh, is it my turn? <laughs> yeah. Yes, okay, I'm going to do blue. This is from Max and Olympia. Gosh, I wonder who that guy is. <laughs> 
He said, what is, is the best pre-1990 car to drive in the snow? SUVs and trucks are not allowed. Interesting question. Pre-19, uh, it was a, it's a, back in the it's, 80s. What was so Aaron's mean. truck? The Toyota? No trucks. Trucks aren't allowed. SUVs and trucks, not allowed. Has to be a car. It's, it's, it's not big enough to technically actually be a truck, so I think it's allowed. I wonder if they're looking for a new car. I don't know. I'm just kind of surprised. Don't buy a car from pre-1990. I think so Max all, was shocked at your a like, car automobile is, knowledge. So a car that is older than from. my students is just going to break so your Lancia heart. Delta. We all, <laughs> that's a good question. That's yeah. good in the snow. What the heck? It's an old rally car from the 70s. It's super sexy. <laughs> I would literally pay fifty thousand dollars to have one, and that would be you heard like it here, folks. one fifth the price. Literally, of a beat up version. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so pre nineteen nineties. I would say we, we got? most of us drove in the snow today, didn't we? We did. I did. Yes, I did. Yes, yes. No, it was. We had we had a crazy freak snowstorm this morning. I had like two or three inches to be conditions with a capital C mm-hmm. conditions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it depends on what you call best. For me, I would say my old 1987 MR2 because it was awesome to slide yes. around in. Uh, he had five point seat belts. I'm thinking that's not what he means. For he, someone like a wife. No, no. MR2s, no. when they're dry, aren't safe for people. So in the snow, it's not something I'd recommend. So again, best is subjective. Uh, something front wheel drive, right? I mean, if we want to be practical, if, if Shannon is going to be driving around some old hoopty, I think like with a, a couple of kids. Yeah, like a Max, Civic maybe, like some <laughs> J- Japanese car, right? Like we in agreement, like front wheel drive Japanese car, from like the a 80s. Honda Accord. Yeah, yeah, those things last Cause, forever because they're still gonna be running. Sure, like an old Dodge Aries is not gonna be on the road. Yeah, I right. say Honda Accord. An old car will just break your heart. Well, suck yes. it up and buy a new one. Not Unless new it's thing. a Lancia yes, Delta, and then it'll love you forever. <laughs> not even you joking, people. Car. Just important. No, I do not. Trying to win a car. All right. We all have the green card left. Is that like the? No, I, 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 I have mine. Green. Oh, okay. I'll have I'm drawing pink. mine. All right. All right. A lot of customers seem to have trouble using the self checkout lines in stores. <clears throat> what? The answer is no. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the answer is yes. Okay. What, so, what, what, do you can... think people should be required to pass a test before using them? No. <laughs> Just make the line longer. All <laughs> these people failing their their self checkout test. No, no. Like you have to get like a like a like a like a driver's license. Check out my card, license. man. Yeah. I'm certified. Yeah. So they'd have like you know the person that watches to make sure you're not stealing. They'd card you before you get in line. Do you have a card no. for this kiosk? No. Then go to the other one. What about when the machine is genuinely confusing? They're or rarely confused. confusing now. Well, when I try and use my own bag, it can be confusing. The, don't be a hippie. I it's, don't the, know. it's the one that Fred Meyer <laughs> that I hate because they're always like, the customer service person has to press yeah, a yeah, button. Yeah, you're yeah. like, come on. I just want to get out What if you want to, I mean, I suppose if you know you're buying something like spray paint or you no, know, like Sudafed, Sudafed, you should probably use just, the, fluid. Yeah. just go to the express lane and let the checker ID you there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to get my ammunition in the auto <laughs> checkout, right? I'm in a hurry. Can, Kelly, thoughts on this? You've had I'm, a recent bad experience in a checkout line. <laughs> I guess that was Christmas, but still. With the lady? Yeah, they keep running into you. If you would have been in a self-checkout line, you could have avoided Oh, man, this. I had a decked her. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we had... I, mean, I wanted to deck her. I think we've all been behind that one person who's like sitting there like, can't read the buttons, like can't figure out the sure. barcode, oh, can't sure. figure yeah, out like yeah. why yeah. they put Well, that's why there's four of them, so that once you know a different one opens up, you can go to it. I love self-checkout. I love See, it. I, I like it too, but I'm like... People is so I'm like crippled. I can't pack bags properly. <laughs> I can't do it. Do you buy enough that that's important? Not usually, but sometimes when I do have like maybe two or three bags worth it's just it's a mess oh I just like half fill all the bags I'll and run out with like eight plastic bags and they're all like holding two things you know you might not want to run out of the store 
of suspicious. <laughs> That's a good point. He grabs his receipt and he's just launches Bye. out. <laughs> Not, what was the deal with that guy? <laughs> Amy, what about you? Self checkout lines. Should people have to? <laughs> I think that people should not have to pass a test to self checkout lines. However, I think that self checkout lines really should be limited in terms of the number of things that you they have. They should be like the express lane. Yeah, they mm. should be the express lanes because I end up at Safeway a lot and they've got a self checkout line and it takes forever oftentimes because somebody's got a full cart somebody's of groceries. Somebody's got a full cart of groceries yeah. or, you know, that kind of thing. And I'm just like, Really, I need to get my dinner so that I can get on my bus and I can get to my next job. Like, and there's just a reason. Right we, along. There's a reason we pay people to do this, and it's not just because you know we're suckers and we feel like people you know need to have minimum wage jobs. It's I mean the checkers are actually better at it than we yeah. are. Not yeah. like those people who pump gas in Oregon. No, <laughs> riffraff. Riffraff. They're pretty good too. <laughs> All right, based on sheer mathematical odds, Amy, you have to have my announcement on that yellow piece of paper. Announcement, da-da-da-da. <laughs> She's getting... No! Oh, oh <laughs> she's not it. it to the loop. Who hasn't... We don't have your announcement. I have my own. Oh. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> you can draw the other one if you want. Can I draw Melissa's No anticipation, anyone. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> What? Why did you just jack Melissa's pen? I don't know. I don't. Does she not want her yellow card? New rule. You should give Melissa your yellow card then. Okay. You should have done oh, yeah. that one, actually. So can we do steals? <laughs> can we jack other people's cards and stuff? All right, what you got, Amy? Would you rather eat a handful of poison ivy leaves or a handful of yellow jackets? No! Wait, so wait. Is this your question? Did you write this question? No. So th- there's, an, there's an answer to there that. There is, yes. There because is. You can, you can cook the yellow jackets and pull the stingers off before you yep. eat them. Whoa, and you whoa, can't whoa. unpoison-ify the poison ivy leaves. What happens yep. if you cook it? What, the ivy? It's just, yeah. it's just liquid it's, pain yeah. is, what, is what happens. The, yeah. the oils are still in there. Uh-oh. Yeah. The arushial The arushial. There you are. Thank you. So, this is why we keep Yeah, I think we're around. on board with eating yellow jackets. Yes. What if they're alive? No. No, wiggly in your mouth alive, and stuff. Alive and yellow jackets. Five, what, five of them? Handful. Handful. A handful of yellow jackets. Well, that's I a What I want to know is how you caught a handful. so small. If it's a Melissa handful, I, I wait, 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 I'll wait. go for it. <laughs> I need to know some technical things about yellow jackets. Do their stingers come out once they've... Are yes. they like Okay, so by this point, they've stung the crap out of your hand. So your mouth is probably safe. <laughs> you can probably eat them okay and not get stung in the tongue. There's probably a couple in the middle that still haven't done anything. Maybe. Yet. Into the throat, down, <laughs> down into the stomach. That's just... Ugh. I think, I think Amy's right. This is just really, the worst no. question ever. <laughs> just no. Actually, do your yellow one real quick. We got just enough time. This isn't science. Yes, it is. This is a person and a celebrity <laughs> at that. How can it be science? Soon to be a scientist. Who's Why? the prize? I reject name? this card. What's the name? Oh my goodness. <laughs> this game is, must be getting late. Kyle, <laughs> Kyle, Kyle, Kyle what'd it say? Avatar I, is I not science. I don't know. <laughs> I guess it said Avatar. I don't. No. It said James Cameron. James. Because oh. he's about to go to the bottom of the Mariana Trench. No way. I thought you couldn't do that yet. Uh, yet. People did it in 1960 and nobody's yeah. gone In that movie. Since. And there were aliens. No, no this is not Abyss. Oh, okay. Also, oh, I think geez. he directed that movie, what? by the way. Did he really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was one of his really good ones. Yeah. He's like, I think I could have been right, dang <laughs> it. Yeah. I'm going to there. What are you looking for? <laughs> no, it's either that or Transformers, right? Um, no, seriously. So back in 1960, uh, an old uh, bathysphere went down with a Navy lieutenant and a French marine biologist. Did they go crazy? 
No. Is this the beginning but, of a story? But back <laughs> in this 19- the one where the things are like popping and cracking as they were going I, I down? It. They would have died instantly. But uh, <laughs> yeah, no, at, at those pressures, a single tiny stream of water will cut you in half. Yeah. Oh my. So, so, no, no. so they went down in 1960, but their vessel didn't have any windows. There was no portholes. There was no cameras. There was no light. You know, there was obviously no lights. So there was no reason to. The um, point was just to go down there, high five each other. And come essentially, back yes. That's exactly what happened. They spent, five, they spent five hours in this little bubble to go down for 20 minutes. Yeah, like, we, did we did it. Let's go back I up. guess. So, so we saw nothing. Cameron has funded this crazy submersible that has all these like stereoscopic high definition cameras and arms. Cappuccino and maker. Probably. It's, it's got, got a everything. heater for sure. I know that much. And lights Man. and all this stuff. And so he has been <clears> privately doing this secretly without anybody knowing it for years, like building research. And then you found out. Somehow? He just went public with <laughs> okay. it. And National Geographic is backing it. He tweeted it on accident. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, but so it's going to be really cool. Like he's like, like literally this week it could be. Like anytime he's ready, he's, he's, he, he went down near Papua New Guinea recently and became the deepest diving single man ever um, and proving that the submersible is ready. But it's 30, what is it? I think it's 36,000 feet deep at the bottom of the trench. And as Kelly pointed out, the pressures down there are just off the hook. Uh, we're, yo, yo. U- we're used to we're used to pressures being measured in psi. Straight up, man. <laughs> so as Americans, we're used to psi being a measurement of of pressure. Um, we're going to expand that to square foot, which is 144 times, right? Yeah. Uh, at that depth, it's 2.3 million pounds per square foot. Whoa! So multiply 2.3 million times 144, and that'd be the psi at that depth. Whoa! If the hole cracks, fractures, breaks, fails, he doesn't even know that he's dead. No, we'll he's see Avatar it's instantaneous. Too. Like Instant- he would like, be. He would be crushed into nothing. What a in, way to die, in, though, huh? in just a fraction of a second. And <laughs> the feed. Honestly, yeah. if you wanted to go, that's actually a really way, yeah. good way to go. When There's I think about no it, no better way to. Yeah, <laughs> you just you're gone instantly. <laughs> yeah, so he'll be going down literally whenever he's ready. Uh, the the thing is, you know, he doesn't have to get like clearance to go to the bottom of the ocean. Like he's ready to go whenever he wants. So yeah. it could be sure. any day now. <laughs> Hopefully soon we'll have some info. All right, my announcement. Not that card. My announcement. Hey, man, it's one of these Come cards. on. This one Amy, or mostly Amy. So remember last week, two weeks yes, ago. Yes, I said yes. I had an announcement. <clears throat> yes, and I said you guys are pregnant. No. This Dang is, it. Oh, we don't even care now. This is way more then. stupid. I'm thinking about entering in an endurance race. <gasps> like a racing race? With cars. Like, with, oh. Yes. Oh, yeah. So there's this thing called the 24 Hours of Lemons, which isn't actually 24 hours long. Lemons? Yeah, so <laughs> Kelly gets the joke. It's it's a play on the 24 Hours of Le Mans. And which is spelled L-E space M-A-N-S, so yes. Lemons. Yes, lemons. but since yes. so this is just Lemons. Dang and European so people. We'll a, make fun of There's them. a brand new racetrack that's opening next month in Shelton. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. Ridgeway yeah. Motorsport Park or something yeah, yeah. like that. And in July, they're going to do a, a, a lemons race. And, and the challenge with this thing is that you can only spend $500 on the car you enter. Oh. Now, now, counting safety things. Oh. So all of the cars oh. are like beat up Geo Metros, yes. Civics without the doors, you know, like old you know, Buicks, like oh, yeah. oh, be, yeah. just trashed, beat up yeah. junkers. No floor tape on the window. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so the challenge together. is <laughs> you have to have at least four people. Uh, In no, the car with you? Uh, teammates so you, you trade off you might drive like 30 40 minutes or whatever until you need more fuel and swap drivers like you win a real endurance race and so i got a bunch of guys from mars hill on board yes. tentatively but it ends up being actually fairly expensive and we're trying to figure out what to do about the financing of it because we've got 
the car is only five hundred dollars, but right. the safety equipment, like the roll cage and the fire extinguisher, and oh, the you want me to talk cage? to the credit union see if we can get some uh, so sponsorship? That's what, that's what I want the, the the fans to give me ideas and suggestions for. I thought about making a car that was all checkerboarded, white and black squares a foot each in diameter. Yes, and then people could pay like fifty bucks, and anything you want, you can write, draw, paint, put inside of your square. I hope so, you put some limits on. <laughs> I just, no, like big hairy penises all over the car. It'd be great. But oh gosh, I, it's. Whatever, I don't care. I want your money. Uh, <laughs> oh, he but can move your, on. Your mom wants to see this car. My though. mom might drive one of the penises. I don't know. <laughs> oh gosh. Okay, this is getting uncomfortable. But I, I really want to enter this race, and I need to find a way to like get the wives of the other guys. Melissa's at least teetering on acceptance, but I need to find a way to make the financial part of it more reasonable for the other families. Because a lot of them have like kids and 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 maybe you know, jobs that aren't as stable so uh, yeah so if everything goes to plan i'll be entering my first ever motorsports endurance race this july you heard that internet i'm so excited yeah <laughs> we should start a kickstarter that's what you do <laughs> all right i think that wraps it up We've... wait wait i got a green you can't go oh put that back down oh sorry we'll we're save it for later we're done yeah, yeah. <laughs> done Next time we're on, we'll be in two weeks, hopefully, and I will rub it in everybody's faces that I have more points than anybody in our F1 Fantasy League. If you haven't That's noticed... That's because he cheats. F1 starts this Thursday night. So excited. So excited. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. He hadn't noticed. Australia Grand Prix is this weekend, dude. Off-season's over, son! We are back in F1 time. I'm not even prepared. Was that a, <laughs> was a weird is, look? Was that excited, scared? I, I was just know what that completely was. Over, complete overwhelmed. F1 is upon you. Overwhelmed. Get ready for it. It's a new word. Um, all right. So yeah, next time I will brag about beating everybody. Uh, all right. If you want to send us any emails, tnspodcast at gmail.com. Danielle, please let us know what's going on in your personal life. Don't do it, Danielle. <laughs> Otherwise, you can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash tnspodcast. Uh, dubstep. Here you go. It's called the Orchestra Dubstep Extravaganza. Extravaganza? Extravaganza. There's a lot of weird consonants in there. Someone shot him with a gun. (laughs) (laughs) Speech jammer. The Orchestra Dubstep... Let me say it. It really works. Kelly, stop making me speech jam. The Orchestra Dubstep Extravaganza by Arcasia. Yes, that is the awesome dubstep song you are about to hear. It is a weird grouping of letters, so... Until next time, we will see you. Goodbye. Bye.